happy Mother's Day. Today is such a special day, not just for moms, but for all ladies around the world. I am so honored to be able to share with you a great word from God today. And it's not just for moms, not just for ladies. It's for all of us. I know it's a lot different. We are uh, not in the church building, and you guys are at home or at work, wherever your place may be. But today, we honor moms. We honor ladies. And listen, I know this day, it brings up so many emotions. Just yesterday, I was talking with a friend who has struggled for seven years to become a mom. She, she really struggled for the past seven years on Mother's Day. But you know what she said? She told me, she said, but I am going to wake up and not wallow in my self-pity. And I am going to choose to know that God has such a great plan and it's far beyond what I can ever imagine. And I'm going to celebrate this Mother's Day. And so no matter how you're feeling today, I just pray that you would find something to celebrate. God has a word for you, regardless of if you're a mom, if you're a lady, or if you're a man, whoever you are, I know that God has an on-time word for you today, and I just pray that you would open your heart to receive it. So I want to tell you a little bit about my experience as a mom. I have three kids. I have Brody. He's eight, nine this month. Whoa, taking that in. I have Kylie. She's my middle, and she is um, six. I'm forgetting all their ages. And Cullen is one, and he'll be two this month. And so, uh, you know, this isn't a newsflash, but there's a pandemic going around, and uh, there's a lot of brokenness in the world, um, but there's also a lot of good things happening, too. It, it's kind of what we choose to focus on, and one of the things I'm so, so grateful for is our mornings together with our kids, and now we've had the opportunity to create what we call Bible with Breakfast, and we've been able to open up God's word and just stand on it for the rest of the day and just know that we can stand in truth uh, regardless of what's going on around us. And so uh, just the other day, we, we ran across the story in Luke chapter 1, uh, a specific part where uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, uh, have an encounter And it's when Mary comes to Elizabeth's place and all of a sudden, just her being there made um, Elizabeth, who was also pregnant. uh, So I didn't say that, but Mary is pregnant with Jesus and she comes to, to Elizabeth's house. And John just... John, John the Baptist is inside of Elizabeth and just the presence that that Mary is carrying makes um, Elizabeth's baby jump and leap. And I was like, we just stopped right there. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to my teacher days. And this is going to be a teachable moment. And so I asked the kids, mainly Brody and Kylie, if you follow me on Instagram, you may know that my almost two-year-old would be coloring with dry erase marker all over our middle canister on the table when all this is going on, but we, we are good at, at multitasking. And so we are focused on God's word, me, uh, Kylie, and Brody. 
And I asked them, I was like, why do you think that that the baby inside Elizabeth jumped when Mary came? And you know what they said? They said, it's because Jesus is in Mary. It's because she's carrying Jesus in her belly, mom. And I was like, wow, that will preach. And so here we are. And I just want you to know, I want to submit to all of you today that you are carrying Jesus or that it's a call on our life to carry Jesus. And so I want to go back before that encounter happened to Luke 1, uh, verse 26 through 38. And I want to read to you a story that's really familiar around Christmas time, but I want to bring it up now because it is so good. Listen to this. Luke 1, verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her, and the angel said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, get this, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this be since I have no sexual relations with a man? The angel replied to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative, Elizabeth, that we just talked about. Even she has conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called childless. For nothing will be impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it be done to me according to your word. Today, I want to talk to you about what it means to carry God, to carry Jesus, the Holy Spirit within us, what it means to do that. So I'm going to give you four characteristics that make up a carrier of Christ I'm going to tell you what kind of spirit I feel like we can grab from the best mom ever, Mary, the mother of Jesus, the characteristics that we can grasp from her spirit that will help us carry Jesus to the uttermost parts of the world. So the first thing is you have to be willing. Guys, we have this universal call on our life that's mentioned in Mark 16, 15. It says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. All of us, our heavenly father has put Jesus in us if we'll just receive his spirit. And he asks us to just go and carry him everywhere we go. This is such an honor and a privilege. And I know what you're thinking. Much of what Mary probably thought, wait, what? 
I mean, she's probably thinking about, I am engaged and, hmm, and I am pregnant. Like, it just wasn't adding up to another, like, I'm pregnant with God's baby. Hold on. Okay. So, and I just, props to Mary for being the best mom ever. Because I can't fathom what she was experiencing, but she was willing an author and speaker, Lisa Turker, she says that God's love isn't placed, isn't, excuse me. She says God's love isn't based on us. It is placed on us. And I'd like to think the same is so for the call in our lives. That the call is not based on us. It is placed on us. Our Heavenly Father loves us. And He loved us so much before we were even thought about by our mothers before uh, we were even just formed in our mother's womb. God had a plan and he had these gifts that he put in us. And it's not based on us. It's there because he placed it in us. And we have to be willing, like Mary, to just say what she said in verse 38. I am the Lord's servant. May it be done to me according to your word. I pray we can all say that today. Let it be done to us, Lord, according to your word. Wow. So number one, to carry, be a carrier of Christ, you have to be willing. Number two, you're okay with discomfort. You have to be okay with discomfort. I mean, think about Mary. Back in her day, it was, I mean, she would have been excommunicated for what has just happened to her. She's engaged to be married and she's pregnant. And the way that looks to the world that she's living in, the town of Nazareth that she is in, it's just, I can't imagine how she felt. So uncomfortable to be uh, just in a world where she's just so different. And you know, I, there's a verse in the Bible that I go to when I think about being in the world, uh, but not of it. Um, Romans 12, 2, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's perfect, pleasing will is for your life. Listen, it's not going to always feel comfortable bringing Jesus or carrying Jesus into the world and the worldly situations. And it didn't feel comfortable to Mary. But something the Lord's been speaking to me that I know is for us all is that difference does not mean disengage. Just because things are different that are going on, that doesn't mean that you let go and you give up. So often in life when things don't go picture perfect, and I know right now you're experiencing a whole bunch of different. But do not, listen, hear me today, do not disengage. Don't leave. Don't stop. There's going to be a lot of uncomfortable situations, but we can't give up. Just like Mary, we need to be okay with the discomfort. You know, any time that weight is added to your life, any time that you are carrying something, weight is added. It's not, it's not light. 
I remember carrying my own children and I remember teaching to 20 something kids in a room with both of them, Brody, Kylie and Cullen. I remember standing up teaching and my ankles were so huge, like they were real huge, like wider than that coffee cup right there. I mean, and I just remember how uncomfortable I felt. But listen, they were all three of them were worth the weight not just waiting on them to get here, but the weight that I felt every morning getting into the classroom and teaching with that extra weight in me. Listen, carrying Jesus to the world is not easy, but he promises us to never leave us, never forsake us. He's got us. So to be a carrier of Jesus, you have to be willing. You have to be okay with not being comfortable. And number three, you have to be fearless. In verse 30, it says, uh, the angel said to Mary, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with our God. Listen, God puts favor on our lives for his purposes. Again, it is not based on us. It is placed in us. Jesus is placed in us and we get to carry him to the world. And I just, again, props to the best mom ever because she carried Jesus and a big old angel came to her and let her know like, hey, I know you're engaged. Uh, I know this doesn't seem anywhere near what you thought was going on. I know you're planning a wedding, but listen, listen, you're pregnant with God's baby, the son of God, but you have to be fearless. Mm. Listen, I want to tell you the story of Radiate Church, the very beginning where the seed was planted. Mm. It was really hard for me not to fear when my husband told me, uh, I think it's time. And I was like, what do you mean? Like the baby's not due for like six months. What are you talking about? It's time. My what? You know, because I was pregnant with Brody, our eight, almost nine-year-old. And he said, no, Megan, it's time to plant the church. We didn't know it was going to be called Radiate at the time. He said, it's time. And I was like, okay, I don't even want to tell you for real how I was because then you might not listen to me for the rest of the day. Bless it. But he told me it was time and I said, no, 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 this can't be true. You know, kind of like Mary, but wait, (laughs) you know, this can't be true. I was like, are you sure? And he's like, Yes, I'm pretty sure, but I know that God is going to let you know. If And I was like, yes, and he, he's got to let me know. I mean, he's got to make it real obvious. I'm pregnant. You've got, we've got this great job. Like, I'm in my second year of teaching. I'm, you know, just finances are flourishing, and we're doing well, right? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And so what do I do? I call my mom, and she agrees with me. She's like, that is crazy. That's absurd. Like, what are you going to do? Like, have it in your house? I don't know. Like, it makes no sense, you know? (sighs) But then I woke up one morning, and a very familiar passage, passage of Scripture was on my heart, and it was Jeremiah 29, 11, and the word prosper stuck out like big, bold letters like I used to color in middle school while my teacher was teaching. And it said prosper right in front of me. And I was just like, okay, God. And I read it. And I just knew that God had a plan for me, like that verse says. And in order for me to receive that hope and that future, 
and one that's going to help us prosper, that it was time. And that's what I heard in my spirit, that it's time if you want to prosper. And I was like, okay, I want to prosper. I want to live long and prosperous. And I was just like, okay, what does prosper mean? Okay, what does that mean? That means to thrive. So God was saying to me, with all of the kindness that he gives, because he has more kindness than any of us could ever even imagine. But in his kindness, he said, listen, Megan, you can live a good life and you can do well, like you said. But in order for you to thrive, it's time. And in order for you to have the life and carry me like you really want to, it's time. And I didn't know what that looked like. And listen, my mom, she feels bad to this day for telling me no and agreeing with me. Because look at us, like Radiate Church. Like, it just is crazy what God has created. And it took being fearless, being willing, being uncomfortable. Oh, Lord, yes. I remember a $20 bill flying across our driveway. And I just cried and I said, free diapers. And I'm sorry if it was yours, but I feel like it flew in my yard (laughs) for Brody's diapers. So anyways, that's funny. But we were uncomfortable and we were fearless and we still are. God, take us where you want us to go. Uh, So number four, so we have to be willing to carry. We have to be fearless. We have to be uncomfortable. And this is my favorite. You make others better. Let's go back to that story that I read with my kids in Luke. Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. In those days, Mary set out, hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah, where she entered Zechariah's house and she greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped inside her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and your child will be blessed. How could this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For you see, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped for joy inside me. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. Just the presence of Jesus in us when we carry him to people should make the God-given gifts, the God-given call jump out of people. Y'all, we are just walking each other home. And I don't know about you, but I feel like we should just want to please him and make others better. But sometimes we get it confused and we just want to please them and make him better. When he has the perfect plan that he set out and we want to wonder why we don't have this and why we aren't like her or why we aren't like him, why we aren't flourishing like we think we should, and we care about pleasing them and changing him. We've got to get it right. We've got to make others better and carry 
him. Wow. So to be our best ever, learning from Mary, the best mom ever, the mother of Jesus, we have to, one, have a willing spirit. We have to, two, be okay with discomfort. Three, be fearless. And four, we've got to make people better. Because of what we carry, what is placed in us, we make people better. And you know what? I have no doubt in my mind that there are people that are watching that you don't even know what it feels like to carry Jesus because you've never received the salvation and the freedom that comes when you say, Jesus, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but enter me and just make me new and just take me on a ride and a journey that you set out for me to have. And so I want you to repeat after me. Just bow your heads if that's you and you want to receive Jesus as as your Savior today. Just repeat after me wherever you are. God, thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for placing a call on my life. I'm so sorry that I've messed it up. But I believe that you sent Jesus for me. And I commit my life to you. I'm sorry for the wrongs that I have done. And I give my life over to you. Amen. God's word says that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, then we will be saved Today, you are saved and you are safe in his arms today. If you prayed that prayer and you believed in your heart, it's so hard, it's so uncomfortable, but that's all he asks is that you receive him and you just try to get better and chase him every day, chase his plan for your life. I want to pray one more prayer over all of us today. And I just, I want you guys to to go into all your places and carry Jesus today and celebrate like you never have because you are breathing. And so what that means is God's not done with you. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much that we can carry your son Jesus with us to the world. Thank you for calling us. Thank you that your love is so unconditional and that your love is not based on us but you have placed it in us. And God, I just pray that as we press forward, God, that we would lay all the burdens aside and that we would pick up you. We would carry you because, God, you are worth the weight that we carry. God, and I pray that we would be willing vessels. God, we are willing vessels. We are okay with being uncomfortable we keep pressing through. God, we will, we will go fearlessly as your army. And we promise to make others better just by what we carry, which is you. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the mothers out there. Thank you so much that, for the mother that you've gifted me. She's so amazing. And I pray, Lord, that all the mothers and the ladies would just Um, feel so loved today in all their places, God. Give them a fresh outpouring of your love right now. 
God, we love you so much. And everyone said, amen. Listen, happy Mother's Day. And guess what? Like my husband says, let's go change the world. Ha, ha, ha.